0: Welcome to the Chasing Passion Podcast. My name is Dom and I'm your host. Each week I bring on a passionate person to help you discover your own passion in life and how to begin pursuing it. Thanks for spending some time with me today and let the episode begin. This week I sit down with a vegan bodybuilder, Perush Gao. He's been involved with bodybuilding since he was a teenager and has been completely plant based for the past three years. He's competed in numerous bodybuilding competitions and most recently competed in the Dutch Nationals, where he placed second. He's a sponsored athlete by Body and Fit Netherlands, and also a member of Health Lions, which is a movement that focuses on health while also being a line in and out of the gym. In this episode, we talk about his why for going plant-based, what his training routine looks like, along with the challenges he has encountered over the years. And without further ado, let's jump right in. Uh, Peru, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Enjoy being here. So, I guess the first question I want to ask you is who you are, what are you all about, and what are you currently doing?
1: Uh, who I am? Uh, well, it depends uh, how people see me. Um, I'll just talk about what I'm doing and, and where I came from. So, uh, I have a mixed background, as in my mother's from the Caribbean and my father's from Holland. So, I'm like half half black, half white, you could say. Uh, uh, Kind of light skin tone. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, I, I have always been like, uh, from the start, a uh, very small and a scrawny boy. Uh, for myself, I felt like that way. I was always, uh, at the same time, a little bit athletic. So it was like athletic and scrawny at the same time. Um, so eventually, uh, I chose to do more with sports. And I waited until I was 18 because I was worried that I wouldn't grow uh, or to my full potential as in length um that's actually a myth so if you want to go train you can start whenever you want you will grow your full length don't do what i did because i've started i could have started way earlier uh so yeah until i was 16 i was about 160 cent- uh, hundred and sixty centimeters in length and after that i started growing and i'm like right now i'm like five ten, like uh 178 something like that so uh it got better. <laughs> it got better. So um, eventually, when I was eighteen and I started training, uh, just before that, I actually broke uh, both my arms at the same time uh, on a trampoline, and yeah, that was a kind of a rough period because um, I was still like in high school, middle school. I, I'm not sure how you would call it in uh, <laughs> in England or in America or whatever. Um, but I was I was seventeen, broke both my arms, and yeah. There was, uh, I couldn't do a lot, if you can, like, you can imagine, with two broken arms. So uh, I was a little bit depressed at that time. Same time, I was around people that I knew a lot and that I had, like, a great communication with. I was very outgoing. So uh, there was, like, a, a very big difference between me being with people that I don't know and me being with people that I know. Um, so eventually I, I chose to, uh, I put it on myself and I chose to be more of me, uh, and do more of what I wanted to do. Cause I was afraid of a lot of things. Um, and after like the, 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 like the little bit depression part with the, with the arms and everything, I was like, okay, we, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to start training 18. I'm going to, going to start doing what I want to do. And I started to like, uh, approach girls and stuff like that. And, uh, just, just try to, uh, more, uh, more of just do whatever I want and follow more of my dreams. Um, so started training 18, uh, gained about, let's say, what is it? Five K 5K, five KG like each year for about four years straight. Wow. And at, at that time, uh, I, I, I thought of it as a lot of muscle and a lot of people also did, but right now I'm like a coach and everything. And I just train someone. Uh, And he did uh, like a three-month coaching and he was like, he already trained for a year, but he didn't train optimal. So it was like if he was like uh, still a newbie, uh, like like fully natural, nothing, nothing like that. But he gained five kg in only three months. And I was like, holy shit. If I knew what I knew right now and I would have implemented it back then, there would be so much of a difference. Of of course, this doesn't mean that eventually he will uh, surpass me. He could. But that does not has nothing to say about that, but yeah, it's just fun to see that. Um, and eventually, after like uh, with the training, I wanted to first to be a, be a physical therapist. Um, uh, and yeah, I tried to to do the um the education, but there was like a lottery to get in, and I lucked out twice, so I started doing uh, sports sciences. Uh, uh, my, uh as a major and uh eventually i, I finished it Good. and it's a, it's a four-year uh education right. and it took me a little longer <clears> than <throat> four years not because i uh i was dumb or anything because i finished everything except for the thesis <laughs> at the end uh, and I took a little longer with that because i I'll, at that moment i already started like my uh personal training business um, and, uh, I started doing, uh, I had like this, uh, one of pairs on a show on TV and I had this, uh, uh, some kind of man model Netherlands competition going. It was like a little bit shady or something. I, w- I it was weird. It was weird, but it was, it was an experience. So it was good to, good to, good to happen. Good to know and everything. So a lot of things happened during that time, uh, that I gave like, uh, um, that I had like first priority for me. Uh, instead of like finishing the thesis. So I finished, eventually I finished it, uh, with another one and a half years. So with five, and, five and a half years, I finished everything. Uh, I could have done it in four easily, but yeah. So for anybody listening, that's like, um, doing a thesis and I want to like, they want to stretch it out. Don't do it. Just don't just, just finish it as soon as possible. I was so happy when I finally finished it. Cause it's just, uh, such a stress of your shoulder. It's going to bug you. Cause I was never the type of, of never finishing stuff. And that was the first thing that I didn't finish. And uh, that's a funny thing as well. Like in life, uh, you come across all of these kinds of hurdles the whole time and everything uh, there's every time there's a new challenge and every time it's just, just for you, you and yourself to look at yourself and be like, okay, what am I doing, uh, uh, wrong that I could do better? Um, because, like nine times out of ten, it's it's just what you can change, and that will change the whole situation and outlook and everything. So, yeah, that's what I learned by that. And every time again, you you come across like all kinds of stuff uh, where that eventually happens. And uh, the sooner you you are able to uh, put your ego aside and look to yourself, uh, yeah, the better. The sooner you can uh, make a change in what's happening. Um, so eventually, uh, finished it, uh, was even more busy with personal training. Also, before I started personal training, I worked a lot of time, um, at a, uh, at a supermarket and, um, yeah, I did that for about seven years or something. Also like everything, uh, in my life, uh, a span, like education, a driving license and like everything that I did. Uh, uh i uh i did for myself like um there was not, my like my family didn't have a lot of money uh especially from my mom's side so i had to buy everything for myself uh i had also don't have student loans or anything because i was always uh like determined on never uh being in that situation um so yeah uh that's that's like a little bit of a backstory back on that and i think like a lot of people sometimes they tell me like oh i don't have time to work out or i don't have time to do this and i was like whoa uh, well i had to travel to uh, like the school where i get uh, the sports science education um it, it wasn't in our city i had to travel by train and everything it was like one and one and a half hours uh um it's somewhere between that time to go just uh, to it and also again to go back depending on like a bus and and train like what time so um and with that with doing that i also train at least five times a week and with that i also like worked at least three days a week so uh next to that i also did other stuff uh as in work eventually i started working in a bar uh just yeah you know to expand your horizon uh, it's fun to do i actually don't drink so that's also funny like working in a bar and not drinking for a, for a whole year um So, yeah, that's that's just a little bit of backstory on me. And uh, right now doing just a lot of personal training, a lot of coaching. Um, Also, uh, the vegan part, of course, uh, been vegan for almost three years now. Uh, March 1st, I started uh, almost three years ago. And uh, the funny thing was, uh, like my my sister, my older sister, she's been vegan for a very long time already um but more out of belief uh she's like a seven-day atheist uh because you probably know you've seen like studies on it but like people in netherlands that are seven day athletes they're not vegan but she went to america and everything and she looked it up and she she was like a little bit deeper in the in the belief system so she was like uh, okay that's something i need to i need to do and also yeah but at that time I was like, okay, cool, that's your choice, but not for me uh, because I think I needed meat uh, until I saw a video uh, of Dr. Greger uh, where he explained um, how you could cure or uh, prevent or even like rehabilitate or, you know, even like just better in a positive way influence your disease um, on like 15 different diseases uh, that were like the uh, com- most common killers Um And it was all about being plant based and limiting uh, or excluding as much as possible all of your animal foods. So at that time, I was like, okay, because I've already always like been a a person that like stood out a little bit, like in school and everything, and um, with my height, with my name, with uh, with my uh, skin color as well. Like my school was predominantly white. Um, but it was just cool for a good education. So yeah, (laughs) I was glad I was there, but like, I've been always, always been a little bit different. So for me, uh, like also making like the changes after afterwards, like the breaking the arms and everything, like when I wanted to do something, I made changes really quick, just like that. So when I uh, stumbled up on the vegan stuff, uh, I was like, okay, I want to try this because I'm not feeling really bad as of myself but possibly this can help one of my clients and i was always like practice what you preach approach so i was like okay i have to try the vegan like one month i'm gonna do it as perfect as possible uh and with that meaning not like oh uh i'm trying to not have animal foods i was like trying to eat like the most healthy vegan foods in the best like composition possible um so after that month, I felt amazing uh, uh I slept better had more energy during the day i was I was just feeling better overall like really better um so after that, I like kept on it and uh one week later so so five and a half weeks in I had uh my last piece of of meat that I had still in the fridge uh that my mom gave me like during those uh, during the that first month. And it was like my favorite dish that it was before. Um, so I was like, okay, I have this one dish left, let me just try it and see what happens. So I ate like just just a teeny tiny bit of it. And I was like, no, it's not for me. Uh I I could feel it like immediately in my stomach. It was it was weird. It was really weird. Cause that was like I love that dish, you know? And just to 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 feel the difference. Um, so I only finished like the vegetables of the dish, <laughs> and the rest I threw in the in the garbage bin. And yeah, after that was uh, uh, yeah, approximately smooth sailing, as you could say. Um, because as I already told, like I, I was not afraid of standing out. So if if I was somewhere where there was no vegan options, I would just not eat, or I would make sure that I would have eaten before, or I would eat afterwards. Like, or I would just make something up and ask the waiter, like, I I didn't care. I didn't care to stand out. I didn't care. Uh, I just wanted to do what I wanted to do and uh, what I know that was good for me. Um, So that's what I did. Um, And eventually, uh, also, my little brother uh, also turned vegan, uh, like, uh, a few months, a few months, you know, three, four uh, months after me as well. That was Mm -hmm. also fun to see. At first, he was like, nah and then he was like eventually okay let's do it and yeah he's been also vegan ever since um and yeah with that like helping a lot of people coaching a lot of clients and and just and just enjoying it because there's just so much good from it and first of all i started because the health aspect and not not even because of myself but because i would possibly uh, could do for other people and help them with that um but right now it's it's, it's it's just so simple because you know you can uh you can um you can your performance is gonna be okay your, uh, uh you can eat uh, healthy you can eat uh, uh good foods that you really enjoy um it, it's available if you think hard enough <laughs> and if it's available it's available uh so there like the only limitations that you have are like mentally simply simply said so uh for me that also made it like very hard to uh think about like the animals and stuff uh be like okay i i don't want to be the reason an animal is killed because a lot of times people ask me you like well peru uh do you ever have you have, like cheat meals and i was like yeah but they're vegan they're like oh so never never like one kind of piece of meat or cheese or anything i was like no never never do that Cause i don't wanna I don't wanna put anyone in 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 um in that place like like being used because i wanna eat something that is not necessary and at the same time detrimental to my own health mm-hmm. so that that's like a a very strong belief for me at the same time also the environment of course uh super happy that i could um uh, you know uh put my effort in it as well to being vegan, um, and at, at first, also, um, I didn't, I didn't like watch for things to uh, to buy, like shoes or, uh, or cars or whatever. I don't, I don't know, like leather and stuff like that. But I actually never really bought that much clothes, so <laughs> it wasn't really an issue. And uh, at the time, I like half a year in, I had decided, like, well, I'm not gonna buy anything anymore because I'm still using the stuff that I have, but I'm not buying anything anymore. Uh, so I think everyone is free to do whatever they want with that. But yeah, it, I'm just like, well, it's already there. Let's just use the it. other way. It's like a complete waste. So, but not buying anything anymore. And at like uh, almost one year vegan, I got like this present uh, uh, that was like, a, um, what do you call it? Oh, a wallet, a wallet, uh, and a head letter, and I was yeah. like oh shit <laughs> but again i got it from a friend i was like okay well yeah fuck it yeah, gotta pay <laughs> i you. was like okay and, and la- no more <laughs> i was like no more <laughs> don't do this anymore <laughs> and after that like it was uh, it was done uh but yeah it was uh it was it was a uh, it's like crazy at the same time was because everybody keeps asking you about everything and the funny thing is like because I have uh, uh, the physique that I have, because I train as hard as I do, and because people, like, uh, I th- I kind of think, look up to me kind of way. Um, they are very, like, positive in asking me questions. Most of the time, you have, like, the, those hardcore, like, people that are, like, really uh, against it that will maybe not be as positive, but maybe still ask questions. Um, because I, when I, like, uh, my girlfriend is, like, Almost like fully vegan, um, eating like plant based like ninety nine percent of the time, um, and when she's in conversation with people, people ask her as well, and they're like very negative, like judgmental to her. But when like the funny thing is, there's this there's this one person she knows that's like the uh, the boyfriend of uh, of one of her friends. And he's like super just man judgmental about it when uh they are together and he talks to her and like but the funny thing is like I've never been in the same situation with her at the same time. So uh like a week ago or something, I was I was there with her and that guy was there as well. And he was like super polite, didn't say anything negative about it, and he like we were at that restaurant and they made something vegan for us at that restaurant. So I was like, Okay. That's just funny to see. It's just funny to see how, like, how it can make such a difference, how people are influenced by different kinds of people to bring a different, like, mindset and as well, like, yeah. a different uh, vision because they see me and they're like, oh, okay, so, yeah, okay, now I think I don't have any more things to say negatively about it because I can build muscle and, you know, that's just because they they when they look at veganism like uh, uh i'm i'm i've never looked at it that way cuz i've looked at it simply as a diet diet dietary uh, choice but a lot of people just look at vegans and they think they're weak and they think they're squanny and i think they have uh maybe long hair hippies i don't i don't know like stuff like that and i'm like totally not that uh i'm a hippie in in, in my head i think uh <laughs> but like on the outside people don't expect it So it's really funny as well. And uh, actually, like a a week ago or two weeks ago, I was on the phone with someone. uh, As as of my job, like I'm a personal trainer, right? But at the same time, I also do business coaching for uh, new coaches that want to become successful. Because when you start uh, to practice as like a lifestyle coach or a personal trainer, there's a lot of things that you need to learn and, and know how to be successful and how to uh, approach people and how to do like the conversation and everything. So I helped them with that as well as with, uh, with their targets and how they uh, how they build up their business in that regard. So I was talking to someone that uh, possibly wanted to uh, become uh, a a new coach, like within the system that I work with. And he was, he was talking uh, uh, like the moment the, the phone rang, he just started talking. he just, kept on ranting and eventually it was like he started talking about uh well i have a, a a running group and i have like uh elastic bands and with that we don't need a gym and we do everything there and people train 30 years with me and they're super happy blah 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 and eventually he came to food and it was like yeah and people have no understanding from food uh especially vegetarians and vegans uh they don't get enough amino acids, blah blah blah. And I was like, I was just listening. I was just just not saying anything. know I was just laughing in my head because he 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 doesn't know me. Uh, uh, he just picked up the phone. We don't know each other, right? So, and it's just funny to see how people can be judgmental in such a way. Uh, especially like, like I will always try to try to try to be very open. And, and and not be judgmental in, in a certain conversation simply because you don't know that person. Right. So you don't. So you don't know what you're gonna say was gonna uh, hit that in a certain place and will make uh create some kind of reaction. Um. So yeah. So uh, of course this person uh, didn't uh, didn't make the cut. <laughs> simply saying, but that that's there. But I was just thinking about it. It's just a funny story, I think. Um, so yeah, um, I'm going to give it back to you and ask you like, what are the things that I didn't tell you that you want to hear now? Because, uh, I've, I just keep on writing. Yes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for that introduction. That's a, that's a very thorough introduction. And um, so I guess I want to go back to when you were a child and like, what kind of things did you want to do? Like, obviously you broke your two arms and yeah. you were like, okay, I need to, I need to g- gain some more confidence and start talking to girls and stuff like that, just to develop that initial confidence. But why yeah. did you, is that why you started bodybuilding? Is that why you started exercising and stuff like that?
1: Uh, It's it's not because I wanted to talk to girls that had nothing to do with bodybuilding. It was just uh me watching cartoons right. and seeing like films of Arnold and stuff. And I was like, oh, that looks cool. Mm. I just have muscle. And my dad uh, always had been like very athletic, very fit. He wasn't that very big, but he was, it was fit. You could see his muscles and stuff. And he was always uh, into training. You, I don't know. Do you know, like, the the uh, VCR tapes, like the uh, Billy Blanks and stuff like that?
0: No, I'm not aware, no.
1: You're not aware. Well, back in the day, they had, like, these uh, these these tapes, uh, these video recorded tapes or stuff like that. You put it okay. in. Yeah, and, like, a DVD, but, like, older than that. And uh, it had, like, those people that were doing workouts, and they do you do the workout with them in your own, like, living room. Mm. And like my dad was always doing that, and he had like this this machine uh, upstairs, and then he got a new machine upstairs, and like, uh, and he worked uh, outside uh, as a, um, I'm not I'm not sure what the name of this is like in in English, but like a gardener, but like, uh, I, I don't know, there's like a higher level to it. <laughs> okay. like
0: under the category yeah
1: okay yeah under the category garden but yeah, before yeah. like uh, for for uh for school mm-hmm. but it was like right. a very big school they had like uh like in a like a very uh big patch of greenery and stuff and everything had to be uh kept in order so he was doing that
0: right uh, so it was always
1: outside it was always it was always carrying stuff picking stuff up you know always being athletic uh always uh, we were always on the bike so it was always like yeah I was always I was always on the go when I was with my dad and with my uh um mom I was always outside playing a little bit of football and then uh, not the American version but the European version <laughs> so yeah always being a little bit of that and at the same time yeah the 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 bodybuilding aspect was just because I thought it was good and yeah mm. it was inspired in some ways
0: and I also want to ask you. So you mentioned that you're a vegan now for three years, and before yeah. it's obviously you were doing bodybuilding, you eating like a uh, meat and stuff like that. And when you adopted a plant-based diet, like what changes did you see in yourself? Because a lot of people have this fear, you know, if like if you have a certain amount of muscle, if I begin to eat plants, that's it, it's all going to disappear. So like, yeah. what kind of changes did you see in yourself when you adopted? I know you said you, you had more energy, you could sleep better, but like yeah. in terms of um physique, in terms of like anything like that, did it anything change, or was it all kind of like better or relatively the same
1: okay so before i talk about what i experienced and what happened uh i want to give like a disclaimer in the uh, in the fashion that uh what i already said at the beginning is i started doing the diet as best possible as i could like like with the best combinations vitamin c and everything keeping keeping, uh, thinking about everything uh as in best absorption uh uh what way to cook it uh, or eat it raw. And so because I was I was thinking about a lot of stuff. So so with that, of course there came positive change. But right now um uh, I've been I've been coaching some clients that have seen seen the game changers and want to change because of the game changers. And they think that if they start eating a little bit more carrots, they will start begin uh, uh, start beginning to get uh, turn into a monster and just lift like the whole gym or something like that. I'm like, well, th- that's not how it is. But you will get better. But primarily because your recovery time gets better. So before I started uh, uh, being vegan, I never did a bodybuilding show uh, because I was never sure enough that I would get to a... Uh, a lean enough state because i tried to do it once and i felt like crap and i was like nah i'm not gonna not gonna do it so i pulled out of uh doing like the first show ever and then like one or two years later on the vegan diet um because i started on the vegan diet I wasn't like on a high uh, uh level of, of fat for me just at the time it was i'm not like super, i wasn't super fat but for me it was mm. so um started and started cutting down and what i noticed while cutting down uh and eating like fully vegan and like as good as possible um that as i said energy but i i uh, I also noticed that that uh the recovery time increased it was better um it was way better and uh, as well as with cutting normally i would feel weak and my numbers would go down in gym but This time it was different. I felt actually more energized. uh, And at the same time, I kept the weight on. And in a lot of lifts, I actually uh, improved Mm. uh, during the the cut. And eventually I kept on cutting. I was like, well, maybe now I can try for a show as well. So I just kept on cutting. And then I did my first show and I was pretty fucking lean Mm. (laughs) for it. And I didn't feel like shit. And that was like, that was just so much of a confirmation for me that this is like actually super good for you and really helps you. And then I did uh, another show like straight after I, I, I got first place. Then I did another show straight after I got second place. And then I was like, okay, yeah, well, oh, there's another show. And like the, the second place uh, placement sounds still good, but I wasn't good for me because I was like, no, no. With like the competition, everything, it felt like, it felt like I had been cheated, <laughs> but, so, I wanted to do like uh i wanted to do another one quickly um so there was like three or four months apart. I think it was from uh November to um let's say April beginning of April yeah so the, to to the beginning of April i had uh and I had some photo shoots in between and stuff um so I wasn't like fully mass building as much as possible but in that time period, I gained like 4 kg. Um, and I was like, in the next show, like in April, I was like, I was so good. Like, I'd never been that lean and uh, that big at the same time. That was like unheard of for me. And I felt, I just felt amazing. But the, but also, the funny, funny thing was because I cut it down like the first time I was vegan and I started to bulk up just a little bit, just a guy trying to get, like, I, I gained the 4KG, as I said. Mm. Um, with that, I also, like, uh, noticed even more energy because now I was eating in a surplus uh, next next to, like, uh, uh, like being in a deficit the whole time, uh, cutting down. So now I was in a surplus, like, more energy. So I was like, okay, first I was like, normally I would be, like, here, and I was, like, here. So a little bit above. And now I was, like, even higher than that so now, when I started cutting, I was like, "Okay, I'm. I hope I'm going to feel the same way as when I cut it like the first time I was vegan." But it felt like it was it was lower because I was I began higher, of course. So that uh, uh, was a relativity check for me for myself. But at the same time, it was still better because eventually I still felt good. Because a lot of times when I, uh, I cut uh, started cutting when I was like not vegan, like I would sleep like shit. I would i would just feel horrible like libido went, uh, would go down everything would go down and and now that was like a non-issue for me only that i would get cold but yeah if you have less body fat percentage, you will get cold sooner so it's like only natural <laughs> um and um so i did that show and i got first again and uh a year later i did uh nationals in holland uh, so the highest level in Holland, and I got uh, second place. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm. I think I'm gonna do another show this year in November. We're gonna see how it turns out, but because there's a lot of more factors in, uh, to play, of course. But that's uh, that's the schedule for now. Right. And
0: at the start of the interview, you also mentioned that you know, um, back back when you started, you were getting like five five kg uh, a year, and yeah. you said you know, if I knew everything I know now. I'll be able yeah. to do in like three months or whatever. So I'm curious yeah. to know. So everything you know now, um, what advice would you give to someone who wants to put on muscle, who wants to put on size in general, on a plant-based diet? How would someone do that?
1: Well, uh, it depends if they start right away, uh, uh, if they just started with a plant-based diet or are doing longer, uh, they're doing it for longer already. They're
0: doing it for longer already.
1: They're doing it for longer. Okay. Okay. So they're uh, accustomed to having more fiber. That's why I'm asking.
0: Right, okay. Uh,
1: So if you're accustomed to a lot of fiber already, you can do a lot of legumes because I do a lot of legumes. That's like the primary source of protein for me. Um, Mm. um, So as in how to start and gain as much muscle, I would, first of all, I would make sure that I track my calories. And first, just check to see, okay, where do I maintain? Where do I maintain? and then uh because you're still new uh put on uh, an extra 250 calories um like every time you stop gaining weight uh and eventually if if you're new that weight will probably only be muscle simply said uh and uh it it should go at a rate of about i don't know yeah as i said it could be half a, a kilogram even uh, uh, every two weeks or something like that, uh, maybe even more. Uh, just depends also on your genetics and stuff, of course, mm-hmm. and how hard you're training. Uh, but that's how we would approach it. So if you're not gaining any more weight, add another 250 calories or, or another 100 calories from there on. Um, and at the same time, uh, as for your protein and everything, yeah, I would just try to get most of it out of legumes, and uh, also make sure do you have uh, enough carbs. Of course, that's not an issue on you can diet, but enough carbs before your training. So, like eat 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 like three uh, big dates before you uh, have a training session. That's like a that's like a perfect pre-workout meal because like uh, because the fiber and the high sugar it like you have a longer peak of higher sugar, so you can use it next to like the glycogen that you would use. That's it's already in your body. Um so yeah, with the protein, I would I would just suggest to do it like normal, not not higher than uh one gram uh per pound of body weight, not more than that. So for like people that are with like the metric system, it will be uh two grams per kg of body weight. Mm. That that's more than enough. Too much is okay. Yeah, and and like everything else that you have extra put just put it in put it in carbs
0: right just
1: okay. put, it, put it in carbs and uh like and if you're trying to gain i would do like a 50 50 split like having it to be 50 like uh more fibrous carbs and 50 like more refined uh and then i mean just mean like pasta rice and bread stuff like that um also with your fats i would suggest to get your fats from like let's say uh hemp seeds flax seeds uh pumpkin seeds because also the zinc and that's very important for uh for people uh when exercising because they lose zinc when you're uh sweating and you lose zinc uh when you have sex actually uh for a man only for a man (laughs) and for a woman if she sweats a lot (laughs) so uh the zinc is very important for your testosterone um so yeah, I would just choose cuz I I don't use like um oils when I cook for myself. Only when I eat at a restaurant, of course, something is cooked in oil. I know that, but uh when I cook for myself, I never use oils. Uh I always I always uh use like full uh nuts or seeds or maybe a nut butter from time to time. Right. So yeah,
0: and you mentioned you know that you should probably eat some food before you go work out or whatever why is that important yeah. because a lot of people well i myself included actually tend to go to the gym in the morning and i'm on a in a facet say so i don't eat, eat food before i go to the gym and why do you think it's important for you to eat food before you go to the gym or does it really matter that much is it just for energy reasons or what's the reason it's,
1: really? it it's it's for energy reasons so it depends if you're in a calorie surplus and you go like in the morning morning mm. uh like really early Uh, And you're in a calorie surplus, then it doesn't matter. Then you can train fasted. That's no problem. Because at the same time, you are not really fasted because you are in a calorie surplus. So there are more calories inside your body than you actually use. Simply put, so that means there's always a a little bit of excess calories still left in your glycogen stores are filled to maximum. Um, So yeah, then you can eat afterwards. But if you're like in, in a cutting phase, for sure try to eat something before you go train right. simply put because your go- glycogen stores wouldn't wouldn't be uh full and that will mean like you your uh, potential to have the best workout ever is not there uh, mm-hmm. and at the same time eventually if it's if it's empty and you're still using uh energy you might also uh catabolize uh, on some of your uh, yeah muscle And fat, of course, at the same time. Right. So Um, yeah. hmm.
0: Okay. And what would you say the biggest kind of misconceptions you see about the vegan diet? So like people, you know, oh, the vegan diet, whatever. Like, what, what, what do you think is the biggest kind of misconception?
1: Uh, I, I think uh, the biggest misconception I get questions about uh, is just that people think that you only can eat lettuce (laughs) or carrots, some stuff like that. And I think the second biggest one is, that I hear of is about soy. Um, because a lot of people ask me that actually as a as a coach, and everything like what would what, what they have to eat? They're like, Well, I heard from some people soy is bad for you and it has estrogen. And then I'm every, every time someone tells that to me, I think like, Okay, but you've drinking uh, cow's milk your whole life? Doesn't dad have estrogen? And that's like mammalian. So it reacts to our body. And soy ha- also has estrogen, but it's plant estrogen. And it's different. So um, simply put, it, it it goes onto our estrogen receptors. Uh, but at the same time, it doesn't react with it. So it kind of blocks our estrogen receptors. So at the same time, it makes sure that uh, we get less overstimulus of estrogen within our system. Uh, if we uh, eat like soy normally. There's like, uh, I think this one case of someone that uh had some problem with their estrogen because they ate too much soy but he ate like abysmal amount like let's say uh 12 liters of just soy milk or some bullshit like that and he didn't eat like exactly that but that's like the portion amount and like no one eats that so if you have like one two or three servings of soy products a day no problem and it will probably even be beneficial with that so yeah i think those those two are like the uh, the biggest misconceptions
0: and you're well educated in this whole you know bodybuilding veganism and stuff like that i'm curious to know where do you get your information like what 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 are good resources for you to learn new information and just constantly update your knowledge database i guess
1: um well if it's if if it's like for health uh i look like uh i look at nutritionfacts.org like all the time that's like my my go to uh as well as i follow a lot of youtubers and at the same time sometimes when uh like researchers pop up i i read them as well cuz there was uh, a funny thing is like this week uh a research a new research released uh, uh about uh b12 here in Holland. and uh the research was done from 2001 mm. until 2011. So people had to came uh, come in uh, at two, in 2001 and they measured their B12 levels. And in 2011, they had to come in again and they checked if someone had died or stuff like that. So what happened? Um, and the people that had a higher B12 level, um, they had, a, 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 I think... A twice as high uh, chance of dying because, uh, like, of all the people that came in, like, four point one percent died and um, yeah. So the people that had a higher B twelve level had um, a higher risk of dying. Interesting. And interesting. Yeah, inter- yeah it's, it's it's like super new. Mm. It's like actually done in in uh, in Holland as well. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. This research. Yeah, yes yeah, this research. But it, okay, so. If we know this information, and, and what the research said itself is like, okay, so there might be a correlation between uh, B12 and higher mortality, but we don't know yet, so we're not going to say. We, we can suggest that. We're uh, just going to keep it open for now. When we have to do more research, but that's what we found here. And it's not saying that B12 is the issue. Mm. Uh, it's just saying that people that have B12... Had a higher risk of dying, so you know you know what the media did with this story? Mm-hmm. they they twisted it to all of the people that are using supplements that has have high b twelve levels in them. high dosages should stop because uh, this is a problem you could die sooner okay, so. Let's rethink everything that was in the research, right? Okay, so two thousand and one, people came in. They measured their by twelve levels. Um, in two thousand and one, how many people were vegan? I uh,
0: have no idea.
1: <laughs> I think I think almost no one, almost no one, because like right now it's still not as much people. A lot of people are like flexitarian and stuff like that, but in two thousand and one, it was like. Almost no one. Mm. Also, if we think about how many people uh, or how old are the people uh, that we know that are vegan, like most of the time, they're pretty young. Mm. They're anywhere between uh, uh, somewhere like in the middle of 20, Mm. going up and down, something like that. Um, Mostly. There are some older vegans as well, but mostly they're young people because they're more uh, uh, able to uh, influenceable because uh, people that are old, they have been doing what they've been doing for so long, so they're like rusted in a, in a fixed place uh, that they can't get out. Okay, so the, in the research, they told us uh, what the age uh, group was that did the research. And the age group was simply put, was uh, uh, the average age was 50, 53 and a half years old with a deviation of, let's say, 12 years or something, it said, uh, so it was from somewhere in the early forties till mid, uh, uh mid sixties. So 65, 42, somewhere between that and average was 55. So in 2001, average 55, how many were vegan and were taking B12 supplements? You think? No one, probably no one, maybe one, maybe Let's say one from from all of uh, the five and a half thousand people. So let's say it's, let's say it's one. I think that's even that's even like high in number because at that time we didn't even know about veganism. Let's let's be honest with that. Um, so at the same time, the funny thing is um, that they also uh, retracted everyone. Like no one could enter uh, like the. Uh, uh the group of participants that was taking B12 shots at the time because of health reasons because sometimes people get a low B12 I don't know for what reason exactly I'm not going to go into that right now but people that had that uh, issue were not in uh, in, the, in the research uh, participant party so there were only people uh that were probably not vegan and only getting their b12 from animal products because as we know uh almost for 100 certain, there there have come up a few things that are that are like vegan and actually have b12 uh but like most of the things that people eat are animal products no one was vegan at the time so of the people that had high b12 levels were eating probably more animal products And what do we know about eating more animal products? You have probably a higher risk of mortality because of cholesterol, uh, IGF-1, all kinds of toxins that are in like the fat uh, cells of the animals. So the only thing that this report actually shows is that there's a higher possibility when eating more animal products and and if, if you have a high B twelve level because of that, because you eat more animal products, you will die sooner, probably. So this is only a actually a positive argument for probably going vegan or even vegetarian. Let's say. Um, so and that's how like the media twists it because right now vegan is hot, right? Every every time something vegan pops up. It's in the media. Everyone wants to like click on it and be like, oh, shit, let me look at it. And so this was not a research mm. about uh, if the dosages in B12 supplements are okay. This has nothing to do with the research. And that's what the media does with it. So it's just funny to see. Because now it was like, okay, let me – because like my girlfriend saw the, uh, saw the, uh, saw the news article because it was on the news. And not just like – some crappy news it was like on our our national uh uh, news something i don't know exactly how you call it but it was like on a lot of channels Mm. and like a lot of like channels that you would think of yeah of course they're telling the truth of course and i was like this is so this is this just shows you again and again that you always have to think for yourself and you always have to do the research yourself. All the time, because this—if we just listen to what the news is going to tell us, or uh, some channel that we think is credible—eventually, um, it's for a lot of these channels. Ninety-nine percent of them is just about clicks, just about uh, getting more headlines, just about making more money. Yeah. So it was—it's just clickbait. It's just clickbait. Like everything. So yeah, it's funny. I—I I, I wrote like a whole. Uh, um, explanation on it actually uh, In Dutch So if anyone asked me I was like okay Let me write this explanation So anyway, I could just copy paste I'd be like okay Done with it <laughs> Done with it So yeah
0: Yeah And obviously you're a bodybuilder So I'd like to talk yeah. about your training And what does that look like right now
1: uh, My training mm. Well I've already been uh, Kind of a high volume uh, High frequency kind of guy So I started uh, with doing like two body parts uh, a day okay. in the beginning. And I've been doing that for a long time, actually. And then I increased that to more days. And then I did three body parts a day. So I, I had even more frequency and intensity. Um, and right now I'm, I'm doing full body, actually. I'm doing full body uh, about five times a week.
0: Oh, that's the the new studio I saw from Jeff Nippard. Do you know, do you know him on YouTube? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I know, I know. I
1: know. Yeah. So and know and and moment. yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 I didn't even start because I saw it from Jeff. I was just I was doing like the high volume and everything, and I was thinking to myself, okay, because I I do like like I do everything I do is at least five sets, right. always. Okay. And uh, uh, a lot of times I do stuff with twenty reps because oh, wow. so uh, eventually i like i do a shit ton of volume and uh i was uh, experienced like uh kind of a plateau in the amount of gains i i was making and of course i've been training for almost 10 years so that could be like normal but i was like mm, not sure because mm. uh, i want to progress so i was like okay let me look at something that could possibly help me and then i was thinking about like doing full body um and the uh, funny thing is that that Eventually I could get the same volume, uh, or maybe a little bit less uh than I did because I thought maybe I should kick <laughs> my volume just a little bit back, just a little bit. Um and the funny thing is like like I I destroyed the body parts that I trained on a day normally. So with full body, I can still try to destroy it, but I do like one or two exercises um a day and do it every day and i could recover within 24 hours easily so i was like first trying it i was like "Uh, i'm not sure but eventually yeah i'm doing it a lot now and i yeah i really like it and also because of uh the thing that jeff nifford said actually i think that was uh was cool to hear i didn't i didn't think even think about that but he 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 told something about like um the super compensation curve like the the time again we have to train and get a new stimulus to make sure that you are improving. Um, as the longer you train, the shorter the curve becomes. So the faster you need uh, again that stimulus of that muscle. So doing five times a week uh full body, you'll have a lot of stimulus. <laughs> so you the 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 possibility of having the supercompensation curve on time is a lot higher. Uh, and yeah it's it I just feel that it's better for me. Mm. no i'm I'm really enjoying it. you have to get into it and just if you think about it it's like okay uh I can go all out in all of the exercises instead of like go, only going all like maybe in the first two and then degrading and degrading 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 as the workout progresses
0: mm. so yeah. And I'm curious, um, you know full body, like obviously you can't really do a lot of exercises for each muscle. For example, chest. You can't really do like, you know, five exercises for muscle and then do five exercises for back. It takes so no. much time. So I'm, I'm curious to know how do you split your time? Like how do you choose your exercises if you're doing full body? Do you vary them every single day? Do you vary them by week? Like how does that work for you?
1: Uh I vary them by day. Okay. I'm I'm a very uh big believer in uh trying to um hit the muscle in every way possible mm-hmm. so uh just going like through my schedule let's say just thinking about like chest and how i train that like the the first day um i will do some uh cable flies on a bench so in like a certain position like incline um and um like the next day i will uh i will do uh, bench press like heavy bench press so i will have like a, a heavy flies and then i will have like a heavy bench press so heavy uh uh, uh rotation move, movement and a heavy pressing movement um and then the next day i will have after the heavy pressing movement and heavy rotation movement i will have um nice. the i will have like a, a lighter uh fly and cable day so also we're uh, again different tension and a different angle um as well as uh, working with uh, resistance bands, uh, just to have like a lighter and more like uh, full contraction at the peak of the movement. Because a lot of the times, like at the peak of movement, yours are the strongest. But with the like resistance bands, you can like uh, uh, have a difference. So you have like the peak, uh, peak muscle contraction as as well as the uh, peak contraction of the uh, resistance band. So it's going to be a little bit harder at the peak. So, and then, after that, I would do again a heavy pressing movement like uh the dumbbell, so not only like a barbell um and after that, I would do just push ups uh and a lot of them, like the last day uh or 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 dips or a mix of that so i would have like, so so I have like body weight, resistance bands, all kinds of angles, cables, pressing movements, rotation movements. I just want to have all of it in in there, Uh, especially thinking about, like, giving it your all. Um, The next day, your pressing movement, even though it can recover in time, possibly, uh, might not be optimal. So that's why I thought of it like this way. And it's working pretty good. And at the same time, you keep simulating, of course, uh, the chest, because with every uh, movement, you're, you're using your chest muscles, like, fully, but just from a different angle. So, yeah.
0: And do you only do one exercise per, per per muscle group or do you like one to two? Cause for example, one, exercise, one to two, one to two, one, one to two. two. And that's max. Yeah. And
1: that's a, yeah. No one, that's max. No more. Okay. But, I see. And, it, and it, and it, and it depends of course, uh, uh, what muscle, uh, like for shoulders, I would do, um, um, maybe three exercises, but that's more because I have a, a day where I do delt raises. Mm. So I have, I have the front back, uh, and, and, and side delts, so that's three exercises. But I count that as just one big exercise for, for shoulders. But it takes a lot of time. So, but normally only one to two. Only one to two. Just simply because, yeah, uh, you want to do full body, right? So we want to hit it fresh. Uh, we got to keep the the concept going, the way we think about it. So doing more than that just doesn't make any sense. Um, but I do, I do uh, overload a little bit on on the back. 'Cause I always do two exercises for my back. Always. Like yeah, not a fall,
0: as well, so it makes sense, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That that's that's why because i because the back can have a little bit more, because it's a little bit more diverse. Um but for the rest only yeah, always one to two exercises and for back it's always two.
0: Mm. Okay. And going back on the uh, whole plant-based diet because it just popped into my head. For example, some, someone who hasn't um adopted a plant-based diet but really wants to get into it. Um yeah. what advice would you give to such an in- individual?
1: Uh the advice that I would give to such an individual is simply uh start small, small steps. Oh. Uh I I I was like one big leap. I was like uh, meat, <laughs> no meat, but but that's just me. I'm like I'm like a, a switch on switch off guy. Right. Um so, for like most people, I would just say start small. Just start with your breakfast. Experiment with like creating five different types of breakfasts that that you like that are like fully plant based. And then when you have the, those down, go to your lunch. Mm. Then eventually go to uh, maybe uh, your snacks, and eventually go to like the the evening meal uh, uh, that you have with your family, and, uh, and then you can oh. like. Switch out, switch out, switch out, and eventually you're fully vegan before you know it. But like going all like all in from the start is really hard for a lot of people because uh, then they can get a lot of people like asking questions and stuff, and that could maybe waver their motiv- motivation, or they have so much things to, to to think about and look out for and to research, and that's gonna be too much pressure. So. Just think about what is what is like optimal and doable for me, and just start with that. Just start with that, and keep that in like as a fundamental, as a basis, and build out build out your fundamental and basis uh, a level, uh, depending on uh, yeah where you're at. Hmm. An interesting
0: thought just came into my head. So you know, for example, like the standard diet people eat. You know, you eat your meat, yeah. a little bit of vegetables, and so on. Like people don't go out researching all these things oh, I need to eat that mu- that much um you know protein that much vegetables but why do we need to do this with veganism like is it is it dangerous to consume too much veg like why sh- why should it be so much research should it not be just as simple as you know eat more veg or whatever like what what's the whole do you know what someone trying to say um
1: you're you're trying to you're trying to say why people why are people so hell bent on ta- when they talk about a vegan diet they'd be like okay, you have to do it perfect otherwise it won't uh, work. That's yeah. what you mean, right? yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, well, you don't have to do it perfect. Um, it's just that you have to uh, learn certain things and know certain things. The same as with like an omnivore diet, you're not going to eat raw chicken. You're just not going to do that. And with the vegan diet, there's things as well. You, you can look at it the same way as, um, as someone that's a chef and someone that's not a chef. And – it's not that the the chef uh, uh, knows things that no one knows but the, the person that's not a chef he ha- doesn't have the knowledge that the chef has so the dishes he would make are far less uh, tasty uh, or or creative or good looking or whatever so right. it's simply put, it's simply put it's just a learning it's just a learning experience because you cannot uh, just have like, okay, I uh, normally have chicken, rice, and broccoli. Now I just pull out the chicken, and it's done. Now it's a perfect vegan meal, right? That's not how it works. That's not how it works. And, and, and it's, it's simple. It's simple because we always have lived the way like uh, as omnimo- omnivores before. That's because we see it as a baseline, and that's, that's why we don't think about it. But we don't think about anything that we learned. Because if you learn how to drive a car, uh, and in here in Holland, like everyone drives stick shift, so almost yeah, a lot. Some people drive automatic, but a lot of people drive stick shift. And when you learn how to do stick shift, you don't have to think about it. That's that simple. The same with just looking in your mirrors, you do it without thinking about it. So it's the same thing with with vegan. You have to have to be like, okay, well. Uh, uh, just to make sure that I got all of the vitamins and everything, I just need to learn just one time. You need to learn everything where everyone everything uh, goes from, and you'll be okay. But it's it, it's just it's just a one time. It's just simple. And and if you take like the the baby steps, as I told, like breakfast, uh, uh, lunch in between, uh, uh, another maybe in between, and then evening afterwards. Eventually, you will know. You will know. And there are a lot, lot, a lot of of um points online uh nutrition facts has a daily dozen that's like a a super easy um uh, app that will give you all of the basics that you need to know of how to eat as helpful as possible and at the same time if you do like if you do it like let's say for 75 uh, percent, you'll you'll be a-okay no problem no problem
0: right i see and i only have a couple more questions for you because i know you're busy um, no so problem. I guess one of the questions is, what is the habit that has helped? What is the habit that has helped you the most in the last five years? W- one more time, what did the habit? Sorry, yeah. What is the habit that has helped you the most in the? In oh, the, the last five years. Yeah, the I habits. said in a weird way. <laughs> I
1: I think I thought you said habitats, as, <laughs> like as in like uh, where like lions live or you know, elephants, you know? And okay, yeah, yeah, that forest, okay, so, yeah, yeah, forest habitat. So no, uh, the habits that have helped me the most. Um. Well, uh, I'm, that's not really a habit, but I wanted to say discipline. Um, but the habit that has helped help me the most is just keep keep doing what I'm doing. So if I know that something is working for me, I just imprint it in myself as that I know that, and I reap the benefits of it, and then I uh make sure I never stop. And with making sure I never stop, I don't mean that um, I always do it at the same level. It's just that, like, the bus never stops. Like, sometimes the bus goes 100 miles an hour, and sometimes the bus goes 50 miles an hour, but I never stop. Uh, So working out is one of those. Eating uh, uh, Eating healthy vegan meals is one of those. Like, it's not always been at 100 miles an hour, but it's never stopped. And I think that is – then you have like this basis that you can go back to that you don't have to think about again and you don't have to learn everything again and you just ramp it up a bit when you got the time for it, when you want to make the time for it and when you want to increase and and maybe reap new results or benefits. So I think eating and working out are like the most like uh, uh, productive habits for me because when working out, simply put, not only like you can create a great physique and stuff like that, but at the same time, it's just a it's this outlet, just outlet for stress and stuff and uh, things you uh, um, may happen like in, in everyday life. You can you can not think about it while being like invested within your training, um, and of course, it's good for your body because it's a good stimulus that your body helps uh, to stay active and be healthy and. So that, of course, speaks for, sit, uh, speaks for itself. And at the same time, like, people underestimate how, how important, like, food is because, like, it's medicine. Your, your, your energy, like, throughout the day, how important is that? That is, like, the most important thing ever because, like, we, we only notice this the moment that we get sick. The moment that we get sick, we're like, oh, shit, there goes my health before we're sick, we're like, "Oh, no problem. Let's eat at eat at this snack bar, or take have some takeout, or fast food, or everything like that." And then our energy is low, but okay, we have to go through and blah blah blah. And then the moment we get sick and we can't do anything anymore, we're like, "Oh shit, this is bad." Now I got it. Now I got to do something. So those two things are like the most important and the like eating like this vegan diet and trying to do it as best as possible is just always giving me so much energy throughout the day. Like I never really have a feeling that I have like a, a down or a, a super high up because of it. It's like very straight line for me and always like having energy. Like the funny thing is, uh, some people that still don't know a lot about it, like being figured and everything and that can uh, be optimal. Like I was, I've been to, uh, uh, I don't know, do you know what FIBO is? It's a, it's a big fitness expo in, in Germany. It's like the biggest in Europe. Right. Uh, and, every, and, yeah, and every year it's uh, somewhere around April. And I've been there like three, four times, uh, I guess now. And always with this company and I always help with like uh, building it up and break it down again because um, always come early because they know they have a, a an handy help with me next to me being there as like an influence and stuff so uh, I come early and everything and always help and like I see people like not being able to go on or have energy to go on and then I just keep going on like nothing is nothing has happened like I have enough energy, and then and then they ask me like, how how is that possible? Just with beans? They ask me, and I'm like, you don't even know. You just don't even know. It's but it, like energy is so important for everything. So yeah, those two things. Those two things. Just just get that down, and it, it doesn't have to be. It just doesn't have to be bodybuilding. It doesn't have to be CrossFit. It doesn't have to be boxing. Search whatever you find uh, as that works for you and you enjoy with the working out part if it's just movement movement for your body is just important and with like with the with the diet of course make sure you have a vegan diet of course and at the same time that's going to be the diet that gives you the best energy throughout the day with as as minimum of, as fluctuation as possible if you stick a little bit to your diet if you don't have like crazy uh, um, vegan donut cheat meals or stuff like that of course because of course, like refined sugars are gonna give you sugar highs and lows at the same time. Mm.
0: And let's just say there's a billboard, and on that billboard, like every the whole world can see this billboard, and on that yeah. billboard, you can place any message, any co-ending at all that you'd like to place on that billboard. I'm curious, to know what would that be for you?
1: Um, I think it would be uh, um, something like ask yourself. Or look at yourself, something like that, something along those lines. What do you mean by that? What I mean by that is, uh, uh, as I discussed, like uh, in the beginning of the podcast, like it's so important for people to look at what they're doing, to realize what effects their actions really have, and what they say and what they do. And by doing that, you will get to know yourself, and you can also make better decisions based on that. Because by looking at yourself, you can be like, oh shit. I'm actually eating a lot of uh, crap. That's why my energy is low. Or you can be like, oh, shit, I'm eating all kinds of uh, meat uh, that's uh, cutting a a lot of, like, animals down. And that's not needed for me to survive. So that's not good. So every time, like, something goes wrong and you just look at yourself or ask yourself, okay, what is this about? Is it about me? Uh, And do I have to put my ego aside and have to like genuinely look at what my actions are. And if it's maybe my fault that this is happening, then like change will happen.
0: Right. Well, look, Peru, I think it's a good time to close up the podcast. And before we finish up, is there anything out there they like to say, anything you like to promote, anything
1: at all? Uh, well, last year we uh, uh, made this short video uh, called The Change Starts. And it's a very nice video. We went to uh, Italy, Dolomites, like in the mountains, and we we made amazing footage. This year, we're gonna probably make uh, uh, a small documentary out of it, like thirty minutes, uh, and it's gonna come out somewhere at the end of this year. Not sure where yet, but we just had our first meeting about it, and uh, just be on the lookout for that. And yeah, if if you want any information nutrition wise or exercise wise, of course, follow me. Like you know, like that's uh that goes for itself but yeah i'm just happy uh yeah i did this and uh i think it was a good talk man thank you very much enjoyed it thank you so much
0: thank you so much for listening to the episode and i really hope you enjoyed it you can find all the show notes on the website chasingpassion.ie that is chasingpassion.ie if you're looking to support the podcast in any way i would really appreciate if you could leave a short review on apple podcast and this would literally take about 60 seconds and it will help the podcast grow in so many ways. You can find the link to Apple Podcasts in the episode description or just simply search Chasing Passion on Apple Podcast, and it should pop right up. Thank you so much for listening to the episode. It means the world to me. I really appreciate it. And yeah, just thank you so much and have a great day.